0: The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live.
1: Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Well, welcome to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We are hoping that you are having an awesome weekend. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm hanging out with my dear friend Mike Fiella. Mike, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening across America. How are you, my friend? I am doing wonderful, I tell you. And just, uh, just a bright,
0: beautiful morning. And like you said, afternoon and in some places where it's being air. I'm just feeling great today. I'm excited for what God is doing uh, through Eight Days of Hope. We're going to have so much conversation today about how God is moving uh, through the ministry and through people's lives.
2: It's been an amazing two weeks, you know, eight days of hope. Um, people know us around the country is the ministry that helps people right after a disaster. I mean, like the next day or two, right. or months later, Months later, rebuilding their homes for free. Almost over 6,000 homes have been rebuilt for That's free right. now across the country. Oh my gosh, is that crazy? It's it's, it's just
0: exciting to be a part of, uh, I always call it a movement, of movement yes. of God and families just come together it's an eight days of hope family loving and serving people it's it's exciting and even though there has been no disasters recently there's a lot of work going on, as you know.
2: There really is, Mike. And so, um, eight days of hope started after Hurricane Katrina. We've done about fifty-three million dollars of work, primarily a volunteer-led organization. One hundred and sixty volunteer leaders, thirty-one states, eleven different denominations. The church, Mike, yes. being the church.
0: Oh yes, you know there isn't an area that we don't go to. That um, yes, the local churches come together, but it it's like a the movement is like a church people that you just come out and. Uh, some find the lord that haven't heard of the lord before yes. those are exciting stories some come because they have it in their hearts god put it in their heart i want to serve i want to help
2: and we're giving them an avenue to do that in many different ways so if you want more information about the ministry Eight Days of Hope, please go to the website eightdaysofhope.com. Not only natural disasters, but human disasters. Yes. Mike, last fall we launched a new arm that every month our goal was to help a ministry expand their facilities to support those rescued from sex trafficking. That's right. Sex trafficking, Mike, is the fastest growing crime in the world. And next Saturday, we're going to have the executive director of Elijah Rising out of Houston. Her name is Micah Gamboa. And yes. Micah's going to be sharing, Mike is going to be sharing Sharing more about that, but we have this arm, and we're going to talk in a minute because the arm just finished another project exciting. during COVID nineteen yesterday in New York State, and so it's been uh, it's been amazing. So we, we renovate a building, we build a facility for a ministry that is serving those who have been rescued. It's it's just horrific what's going on, and yet it has been right. I don't want to say exciting, but it's been um, my heart. Is, is is beating with joy because I'm seeing churches and businesses and inv- individuals understand that we've got a serious problem in our country that's and right. in the world, and the church needs to take its blinders off and be a part of the solution.
0: And the house that you're just talking about that's recently been done in Buffalo, it was just unexpected that Folks just heard the name Eight Days of Hope. They'd never served before, and they just show up to want to help.
2: It, it, yeah, Incredible. It, it has been amazing. So let's talk a little bit about that. So, um, And by the way, Hope Reigns is a broadcast every week for an hour on a Saturday morning, 11 Central, uh, noon Eastern Time, where we share God-sized stories from the missions field. And today our guest is going to be Will Lowry. Will Lowry is the founder of a ministry called Bigger Than Ball. Mm-hmm. If you like sports, if you like missions, if you know anything about Eight Days of Hope, Hope, you want to hang out because he's going to share some exciting news um, about our partnership and some other things going on. But Mike, the last two weeks... We've been serving PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans. They're based in Buffalo, New York. They've been around for about four or five years. And they 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 got a facility okay. because of a generous donor uh, in Western New York. And this facility is going to be used to help those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. So it's a transitional building. And it's okay. a building that people will be used in that building after one completes a program in the aftercare. And so mm-hmm. some of the things they're going to be doing at this building that we renovated, and we're going to tell you in a second about what we did. So they're going to offer uh, counseling to these ladies for the most part. There okay. are some gentlemen as well that are, are, are rescued from sex trafficking. Sure. Um, but they're going to counsel them and help them in the recovery. They're going to offer um, emotional, spiritual, physical support. They're also going to come along. They're a little bit unique. They're going to come along their kids. So they offer like music and art programs for therapy for the children who have been rescued or the children of those who have been rescued. And so PATH is located in Buffalo. And so for the last two weeks, Mike, this building in downtown Buffalo, and now normally we wouldn't tell you roughly where it's at, but PATH is publicly telling the community the address. I'm not going to give you the address today, but I will tell you kind of some of the things we have did. We had 46 volunteers, Mike. 46. 46 safely with social distancing and temperature checks and hand sanitizer and mask and all the things that we didn't have to mess with six months ago. They not only did this project in excellence, Mm. finished two days early, no one got sick. The joy of the Lord was on everyone's faces, the eyes that you could see, and they worked so hard. It was an amazing 12 days. And you've seen the facility, Mike. It's it's awesome. And what hit me
0: is hitting me, Steve, is that COVID-19 did not stop the work of God going forward. No, no, It it was interesting, yes. I mean, I went to visit as you were there every day. I got there a day. And first thing, here's my temperature being taken. And (laughs) what's that thing here? You know, and they're joking around, you're 110? No, stop it. But, you know, just to watch the operation, how smoothly it went. I mean, they were way, way ahead of schedule as well as safe because of COVID-19.
2: So some of the things that were done on this project, of course, we did painting and flooring. We did tree work and landscaping and um, painted inside and outside, uh, remodeled, renovated bathrooms, built a brand new kitchen. Oh my gosh, it is beautiful. We're going to have those pictures. Actually, they're on our Facebook page today. So if you go to our Facebook page, Eight Days of Hope, you can see some of the pictures of the project, Um, see some of the volunteers who served. Now, we ran into some challenges. And and just for those who are listening in Texas and Kansas and Iowa today, we record the show in Buffalo, New York, and it's broadcast on WDCX in Western New York and on American Family Radio in the roughly 200 stations around the country. Okay. But um, we, we tape this in Buffalo. Well, in New York... If you come from 32 states, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And the project was only 14 days long, Mike. Oh, my. Do, do, you, do you sense a little obstacle there, Mike? I, uh, and a lot of stress,
0: <laughs> a lot of concern. So how, how did we work through that?
2: So we had like 14 leaders that could not come in from Mississippi and Iowa and Texas and Tennessee and, and Florida. And so we reached out to the local volunteer base. Okay. And we just said, hey, here's our situation. Uh, we Want to do this in excellence. Not perfection, because we're not perfect, but in excellence. Right. And we need your help. We need a couple of carpenters and some painters. Okay. And Mike, they showed up, up big yeah. time.
0: Oh, yes. Big I, time. I walked on the grounds that one day and I just went from room to room introducing myself. And this one guy, he actually went to the same high school I did. Never knew the guy. Oh, we were okay. like two grades apart. And they, you live in Kenmore. I lived in Kenmore. Oh, well, how did you I just heard it and I came down here and you know he's up on the you know up in the ladder uh, mudding. But in the, the room, I said, this is just, this is God
2: at work. So this is the fourth facility that we've worked on with three different organizations. And we have some upcoming trips that we're going to serve other organizations. We're going to talk about in a minute. But I'm going to be candid. We need your help. Uh, we, we, we did this very quickly because a window opened up <laughs> right. because New York's numbers were so low and we were able to you know put it together, I think in about four-week span, right. where normally it takes months to plan. If you would like to help us, you can help send a donation. Uh, we tell people you can pray, volunteer, and donate. In a minute, I'm going to tell you I can volunteer. You can always pray. But if you feel led to help us make ends meet, we haven't paid every bill yet for that project, you can make a donation online at 8daysofhope.com. And uh, just in the memo part, just put, you know, safe house in Buffalo. Or you can mail us a check uh, to P.O. Box 3208 that's 3208 Tupelo Mississippi 38803 PO box 3208 Tupelo Mississippi 3803 and and you know just a little help would be a really appreciated well, right now this is a tough time to raise money sure. mike
0: and let them the folks know too, every single nickel dime penny a thousand dollar donation. <laughs> yeah. whatever's donated, everything goes to the safe house.
2: Yeah, it does. All our fixed costs are covered by our partners. And again, this project came together very quickly. We thought we are gonna have to push it back because of COVID nineteen. But I always tell people you can pray, volunteer, and donate. So pray. Um pray for the ministry of eight days of hope Absolutely. as we hurricane season is here, Mike. It is. We're watching uh Yes. Gonzalo. Gal- yes, Gonzalo. Is that how you pronounce it? Gonzalo? It sounds like I've heard
0: that thrown out, no, that's like that. that.
2: That's g- Godzilla or Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. There you go.
0: <laughs> Godzilla's stirring the waters. <laughs> Let's hope this
2: doesn't turn out to be a Godzilla. Absolutely. Um, you know, but yes, if you can continue to pray for the ministry as we find ways to deploy safely. That's right. Uh, to serve those in need and yet not put our volunteers in danger, especially with COVID nineteen. You can volunteer. So here's some upcoming trips. In September, if you live in the Midwest, September twelfth. Okay. Through the 26th, September 12th to the 26th, we're going to be serving a ministry called Ascent 121. They're based in Indianapolis, Indiana. And this will be, Mike, our largest Largest safe safe house house project ever. Ever. By far. It will double the size of what we did in Buffalo the last two weeks.
0: I was listening to the memo that you sent out, the voice memo, talking about that. And uh, something just bubbled up inside of me. Are you kidding me? Go figure. I mean, you think what we did in texas was something and it was awesome Mm -hmm. buffalo's awesome this is the biggest one yet.
2: Yeah, this is going to be huge. September 12th through the 26th. Now, we need skilled people who know how to paint, do carpentry work, uh, set walls. We're going to do some metal studs. And, um, you know, we need you. We, we're, we're planning to take about 80 people. We're going to we're going to okay. separate it in three teams. We're going to do our best to do the distancing, the temperatures, and we'll do everything right. that we can. There is a background check involved. It's, I think, $19. And just okay. email us at safehouse, safehouse at 8 8- Days of hope.com. Spell out the number eight safe house at eight days of if you're interested in serving us within Indianapolis. In October, we're going to go to where our national headquarters is located in yeah, Tupelo, Tupelo, Mississippi. Mississippi yes. Yeah, so Love all of Tupelo. our friends in Mississippi can't wait to be there. Don't have those dates firmed up yet. Looks like maybe the second and third week, but definitely in October. And then in November, okay, where are we going, Mike? Do you remember? Tell me, tell me, Houston, tell me. Texas. I knew that. Yeah, I, just, I forgot for a minute. I was trying to buy time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so busy. I just love the way you get rolling, and you just got
0: the dates and the times and the facts and figures. I love it.
2: Well, we're going to be back in Houston. We've already uh, done some work there, but north of Houston, and so that's going to be uh, November seventh to the twenty first. And so, if you live in Texas, Louisiana, uh, Oklahoma, or you want to travel across the country, we need some skilled people there as well. So, pray, volunteer, and donate. Buffalo's behind us. Amazing work. About 75,000 yes. hours of work donated for free. Mm-hmm. Again, if you'd like to help offset that, you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208-Tupelo, 3208, 3208, Mississippi 38803. Just put Safe House Buffalo, and we'll make sure that it's attributed to that.
0: And, and go look at the pictures. I mean, what... To see what these guys have done.
2: And ladies. And I'll ladies, tell you what, yes, I was you're right. Mike, I'm telling you, <laughs> I met some ladies on this trip. Oh, they yeah. could run eight days of hope, man. I'll tell yeah. you they were so talented and and I love it. You know, yes, you have to be eighteen on these on these outreaches, um, on the safe houses, not on our rebuild trips, but some of these ladies were amazing.
0: I did. I remember walking through a, the front <laughs> door and going, Uh oh, I better get out of her way.
2: <laughs> oh, I know, <laughs> no, I know.
0: They're lovely though. It was, it was great it was really people. Good.
2: Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. More information about the ministry, Eight Days of Hope. Please go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And what we do is what we do, we try our best to bring a fresh new beginning to someone who's had a natural disaster, damage their home or destroy their home, or for someone who's been rescued from sex trafficking. And so more information, go to the website. When we come back, Mike, will Lowry the founder of Bigger Than Ball, is going to be with oh, us. Oh, yes.
0: Looking forward to it. It's a great ministry. Sports-minded folks, coaches, tune in. Yes. And you get some great information on how to just further your,
2: your, your ministry as a coach. Amen. Amen. And how you can get involved as well. Again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. 8 Days of Hope is thankful
1: for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com.
3: P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our Safe House Construction Ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information as always, please go to our website. Eight Days
3: of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry and it has continued to grow since then.
2: We partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in bigger than ball, then put on a free sports camp.
3: Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief.
2: For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com.
3: Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: So Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, and we play that song by Mandisa yeah. every single morning during a rebuilding trip. Our last one was to Harvey. Yes. We were in Houston. 4,600 people came. We fed, them. well, we didn't feed them. God fed them and, and, and provided a safe place to lodge. Very family friendly. Mm-hmm. 808 homes were rebuilt, Mike, wow. during that outreach um, down in Houston.
0: Was that not amazing? I'm telling you, the influx of people and the way everything just went as smooth as it did was incredible and uh i know a lot of folks were touched and you know it opened a lot of doors for eight days of hope to connect with other ministries too just to Jump on board and get for go forward with what God's
2: doing. That was an amazing outreach. We have that video, our recap video on our YouTube channel. So check that out. Uh, Eight days of hope um, back in Houston after Harvey. Just amazing. Very family friendly. So if you're looking, you know, at some point, COVID is gonna we're gonna be past COVID, right? At some point. Mm-hmm. And so even though probably we'll not do a rebuilding trip in 2020 due to COVID, we can't bring 3,000 people or 5,000 no, people together like no, we just can't do that safely in an organized way. But when we do, we want your family there. So please if you want to get our email alerts, go to our website 8daysofhope.com and submit your email address and we'll let you know whenever we go anywhere to love and serve the brokenhearted. Will Lowry is going to be with us right now. Will, good morning. How are you my friend?
4: Fabulous. Ready for the weekend, for
2: sure. I bet you are, man. We are in the middle of it, right, as we speak. Will, um, you're the founder of an organization called Bigger Than Ball, Um, calling in, I think, today from Mississippi. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about Bigger Than Ball, how it started, and then we'll share with them how we connected with you as well.
4: Absolutely. Uh, If you would allow me, I'd like to take you back all the way to 2011. Uh, January 27th, um, my wife got the call to have a double lung transplant. That was one month before I had the opportunity to coach my first high school baseball game. Mm. You know, that really set the tone for my coaching style. And uh, that allowed me to keep the big, bigger picture in mind because, obviously, there were bigger things going on. And uh, it also allowed for, for us, while we were coaching, to make sure our young men were to be champions on and off the field. So fast forward to December of 2016, uh, Jennifer had a setback and she was going into chronic rejection and she dropped from 100% lung function to 20% lung function. And I watched her sitting in the hotel floor, struggling to get dressed, her breathing shallow, you know, it was at that moment that they uh, did medical. Uh, told us that we would have to have a, a, a second transplant. She would have to have that second transplant. So it's hard for me to say this out loud, but at that moment I felt like that uh, I had taken a second chance with my wife for granted. So on that 11-hour drive back home from Duke Medical, I dedicated myself to hearing God's Word in my life like I'd never before, and I, I committed to 40 days of fasting and praying and asking to be used by God in whatever way we had left together. Whatever time we had left together, and really, this is what uh, God uh, spoke into my life—the vision that we had about uh, being involved, being uh, so important for coaches to understand the bigger picture, and not to worship a name hmm. and, uh, and and the win well, at all cost mentality.
2: Hey, Will, um, thank you so much for sharing that start, and I know you know watching your bride go through some. Difficult times puts things in perspectives. Now I know you've won a state championship coaching baseball, and and I know you were a college baseball player yourself. And by the way, brother, just so you know, I don't know if there's a better spot in your room that you can go. You were a little muffled in that first segment, um, uh, but you know I did I did I heard. I just right. I had to work on hearing. But um, so you know your wife's going to, through these medical challenges. You're being tasked to lead these young men on the field. And back then before even the bigger than ball even launched how do you keep balanced during a season like that
4: well you just go home every day and, you know when you're walking through what we were walking through the, the, the reality you're, you're humbled every day by just seeing you know the struggles that, that Jennifer was going through so it was uh you know it's 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 kind of a uh, thing where it's 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 good and bad. The the good part is where you you get reminded every day, and you kind of you walk through life in a, in a different way because of that reminder, that constant reminder. Because it really is that the world can distract you uh, from from your purpose, from your why, uh in, in so many ways, uh, it's, so for this, it, it's kind of a, a bittersweet deal because we were able to experience God's love uh, in ways that many people are not able to.
0: So, Will, let me ask you a question. As you're going through that, was there one or two specifics that really kind of pulled you up by the bootstraps and just gave you an extra oomph to, to get up and get going and, and go forward? person in your life, a pastor, or how, how did you – anything sticks out in your mind that you can share?
4: Yeah, you know, it's really. I just have to point back to Jennifer and her strength, and uh, and this strength that God has provided her. Her attitude. It's it's an It was another. It is and was another level going through all of this. Um, it, it was amazing for me to see her uh, will, her spirit to fight in life. And uh, to do so with such a joyful spirit, you know, wow. the Bible tells us to do that, and to see it displayed in such a, uh, a real situation, that encourages me. It encourages me every day to, uh, to see who she is and what she is, and the example. You know, it's, she is not a person that's going to stand on the stage and and say. Uh, anything uh, motivational or inspirational to people—that's not her style. But man, does she walk? She walks the walk.
0: Yeah. She walked through it. Yeah. yeah. And what an inspiration to you! I can see that a hundred percent. Yeah.
2: So you walk, in during this season, your wife is getting the care that she needs, and you know you're competing at the highest levels uh, in the state of Mississippi as a coach and and you know respected leader of of. You know, of of a school that uh, grew dramatically and is now, um, again, probably one of the the best sports programs for a Christian school in, in the South down there in Tupelo, Mississippi. I know you've moved on. You're now an athletic director at Blue Mountain College, a Christian college down in Northeast Mississippi. But share with the viewers, how did Bigger Than Ball start? Where did you get the thought, the vision? How did God speak to you? And then what is Bigger Than Ball?
4: Well, bigger than ball really started through um, through the struggles that I, I saw, saw with Jennifer, and it really, as that moment got me to uh, step back and realize what my purpose should be, and and uh, really uh, our calling for this life with the time that we have. That was the moment where I really dedicated to hearing God's voice in my life like I'd never heard before. So, really. Uh, reaching out to mentors like like you, Steve, like other people in my life, Butch Thompson from Auburn. and this was this vision that we had for bigger than ball to to be put in place because there were so many people in the nation in all sports that were were speaking this bigger than ball message. And so this idea came to mind. What if we had a foundation that brought all these people together that that spoke this? bigger than ball message that we can be the the vehicle behind this message and to influence the next generation of athletes and coaches. So that's really what we feel uh, as an organization and what I felt at that moment that God was speaking into my life.
2: So bigger than ball back in, uh, in, in Houston, let's go back eight days of hopes in Houston, helping out with hurricane Harvey and, um, the two organizations partnered. Why don't you, again, tell the listeners a little bit about what you did down in uh, Dickinson, Texas, which is uh, the southeastern side of, of Houston, Texas, uh, what you and Coach Halliday did and brought to the table, and maybe a little bit about that experience?
4: Sure, absolutely. So I'll, I'll back up before we went to Houston, Texas, uh, we had organized a sporting goods drive. And at that moment, you know, the organization was bigger. Uh, very early in his days and didn't really know the direction that God was leading us, uh, for sure it wasn't as clear, but we just knew that we, uh, wanted to help. And so we had ordered, organized this sporting goods drive and done quite well. And, um, uh, and when this opportunity to go into Houston, to Dickinson, uh, came about, we decided that we were going to, um, to carry a lot of the sporting goods with us. Right. Didn't know exactly who we were going to give it to. But <laughs> we decided that we were going to. We, we were just following. We just felt like God was leading us to do so. And also, you know, uh, Coach Holiday and myself, he was my assistant coach at the time, uh, we actually left from spring break from playing our, our ball games. We had played three or four games. And right. We just jumped, jumped on the road to Houston, Texas, and uh, Mm -hmm. you're talking about just trusting in God's will and direction, I I think that's exactly what we were doing. But when we got to Houston, uh, we had the the great opportunity, thanks to Eight Days of Hope and the work that you guys were doing there, uh, to minister, to reach out to, uh, I guess it was a little over 100 uh, kids in a a free baseball clinic, and this was done on a parking wreck uh, facility that was being rehabbed by Eight Days of Hope. Uh, people around us as we were providing this camp were working, painting, doing all these amazing things. And then the opportunity to see these young people come out and put smiles on their face. You know, it was definitely baseball was secondary because we were having a lot of fun.
2: So Mike, check this out. So these baseball fields in Southeast Houston and Dickinson are owned by the families, not by the city, the county. So we weren't doing work on public owned property, right? right. Um, So these were owned by the families. Well, the flood came in and destroyed all the little league fields. And so whenever we do a rebuilding project, we always pick one project that will affect the community. And so the idea was, how could we help this baseball complex? Because at the end of the day, your world has been turned upside down. And for kids, when they're 10 and 11, and they're excited to play baseball, yes, they're living in a tent in an RV because their home is gone or damaged, but that's their one escape. And so we decided that we were going to help them renovate the baseball fields. Well, check this out, Mike. This is Mm -hmm. amazing. So we reached out to the Houston Astros.
0: I remember this. Oh
2: my gosh, love those people. They stepped up. They they paid for the refurbishing of the fields. And then eight days of hope, our volunteers worked on the dugouts, the fences, rebuilt. You know, did all the stuff. Meanwhile, (laughs) Coach here, bigger than ball, is down there and giving free baseball clinics. So in those eight days renovated eight baseball fields, the Houston Astros, Eight Days of Hope, all the volunteers, and then coach here, uh, Will Lowry and Bigger Than Ball, putting out a free baseball clinic. It was an amazing eight days, Mike.
0: Well, I'll tell you, that's what we call on this show God stories. Now, you didn't sit at your desk, Steve, and try to figure this out. Well, You're going to do this, and and Will, you're going to do that. I'm the not Astros. that smart. No, but it, God brings us together, and you know, for folks like Will and Big Bigger than Ball, and the Astros just step up like that. This is a God story,
1: is it, it not?
2: It is, and you know, Will, I, I snuck out there a couple times because you know, Will and I go way back, and Will used to coach actually one of my sons in baseball, Zachary, and. It was so much fun sneaking out there even for five or ten minutes, Will, and watching you and your element because what I love about you and Bigger Than Ball, you know, I love sports. Oh my gosh, I'm so competitive sometimes. Shame <laughs> on me. But I also love Jesus, right? There's there no bot. And I love Jesus. And mm-hmm. and what Bigger Than Ball does, Will, is you come alongside those who love sports and you and you also you are the hands and feet of Jesus and that's what you that's were right. those eight days.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll share just a little story about talking about being in the hands of feet of Jesus. I, I will openly say that that I didn't feel like I was doing enough on the drive out there. I was struggling with it, and I was praying for God to r- reveal exactly what we were supposed to be doing because uh, it just it, it just felt like I was pushing myself. I'm, I, sometimes I have these grandiose ideas about what we can do, but. It it seemed a bit simple, but I have just found the beauty in the simple uh, activities and just to to strip it down. But God showed up in such a powerful way. I mentioned the sporting goods drive, and and while I was there, I had a a gentleman come up to us, and he said, you know, this is a great thing that you guys are doing for this park, but you you should see our park. Our park is still underwater. Mm, And he said to me at this moment, We've lost all of our equipment, and we have no idea what we're gonna do. And in that moment, I just, it was like, I was struck in the face. Mm, I, I, I said, brother, walk with me real quick. So we walked over <laughs> to the trailer, <laughs> I opened, the, I opened the trailer door, and, he, and we both started crying. And, and it was in that moment where I thought, you know what, God can use the smallest things to make the the biggest impact, hmm. I'm telling you,
0: I'm seeing Steve's eyes just water up as well as mine, getting yeah. choked up just to see how those God moments uh, just are, are
2: just transpire. You know, God connects those dots, Mike. I mean, Absolutely. here's Will; he he has all this equipment. He's taking it to Houston. He doesn't know where he's going to take it, right? He's, okay, Lord, you know, use me. I've got all this equipment. And then another person who we don't know. I mean, you know, we're working on these eight baseball fields. And actually, one of the fields are named after Bigger Than Ball, and another baseball field was named after Eight Days of Hope, go figure. Um, What were you thinking, Will? I mean, at the end of the day, when you go back to lay down, you know, before you start the next day, what do you think in yourself when you see God connects those dots and how he connected them?
4: You know, just just all, you know, when you start to to think, be still, you start to think of all these things that you read in Scripture and in truth and, and it becomes real in your life. Uh, you can, you can, I've always kind of used this term through since 2011, you start to see God around every corner. And when you can really... Um, you know, the Scripture that's ask, seek, and knock, we ask and knock a lot of times, but when you seek, oh my gosh, you just see God show up. And so what was I thinking? I was just thinking, uh, really, just the awe and presence of God and the Holy Spirit, and just in that moment, uh, just the appreciation, you know, for our Lord and Savior.
2: You're listening to Hope Reigns as a broadcast of eight days of hope. Every Saturday, we share God-sized stories, and we're talking from the mission field, and we're talking to Will Lowry. he's the founder of Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball is based in Mississippi, and um, you know, in life is you know we we live in a country, Mike, that loves sports. I yes. mean, love sports. I oh, mean, yeah. we're all sitting on the edge of our seats. You know, is there going to be college football? Will the NFL go? They play baseball. <laughs> you know, this past week they just started sure. baseball, um, and yet as believers, mm-hmm. you know God. God. God wants us to use our gifts to glorify him and to be a glimpse of who his son is, right? Jesus. And that's what Bigger Than Ball does, Mike. Absolutely. They use their gifts. They love and serve a a group of people who are passionate about sports, and they're living out the gospel.
0: Absolutely. And it's it's, what I'm loving, what I'm hearing Will say— when you step out and you know, you know you've got these gifts, you know God wants to use it, but sometimes you don't know where and when and how. And like you just said, connecting the dots it, you know, it, it almost takes the pressure off. You know Steve is a leader, and, and Will is a leader. You got this pressure. You, you want to get this done. You got to get that done. But there's a resting in, in, in Jesus, a peace in there. When you see him connect the dots outside of yourself, you're just making yourself available. It's a place you can just rest and say, okay, God's got this ministry. God's got this. And when you can't see it, whether it's financial or what you're going to do, you can rest in God. He's called you. He's placed that mantle on you, and he's going to he's going to serve through you and put you
2: in the right situation. That's exciting. Amen. It is. It it is. Hey Steve,
4: if I may jump in. Go ahead. I want to give, I want to give credit where credit is due as well. You said what inspired bigger than ball. A part of that is eight days of hope really inspired bigger than ball as well. I have to say that throughout the years and watching again, Steve mentioned that that we go way back and just to watch his individual faith, and then to the people that, that have surrounded and volunteered for Eight Days of Hope, and then to volunteer at Houston and to see the uh, the honest and sincere movement of God and what, uh, what this organization has done, and to watch it firsthand. Uh, that was something that inspired me to say, okay, how can I help this organization? And with our sports platform, it was a natural fit. And I, I really believe that God put that together.
2: Well, thank you, Will, for those kind words. Appreciate that. Lo- love, love your heart, brother. Um, we're going to have to take a break, but when we come back, Will's going to share a little bit about a couple things. What's next for Bigger Than Ball? And again, if you're a coach, if you're a player, if you're passionate about sports, when we come back, we're going to tell you, how you can get involved with Bigger Than Ball. Again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiver. Hanging out with Mike Fielder. Our guest today is Will Lowry. He's with Bigger Than Ball. We'll be back in just a minute.
3: Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off.
3: Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: Every single month somewhere in the country, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us this beautiful weekend, this great Saturday. The weekend is here. Mike, an amazing last two weeks. We we helped a ministry in Buffalo, New York renovate a huge building to provide help to those rescued from sex trafficking. It's exciting. It That's was a... awesome.
0: Oh, That building is gorgeous. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, and the work that they did in such a short period of time. Got it done ahead of schedule with excellence 12
2: days you can go to our facebook page and look at some of the pictures and we're still raising a couple more dollars if you want to help us make ends meet on that project you can send a check to p.o box 3208 that's 3208 tupelo mississippi 3803. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 3803. In the memo, just put Safe House Buffalo, and we'll um, we'll put those dollars toward the food and the fuel and some other things that we had to take care of. But hey, today, we're talking to Will Lowry. He's the founder of Bigger Than Ball. So Will, we talked a little bit about uh, your wife's struggles with some of her health issues, how God kind of started Bigger Than Ball, what you did in hurricane after hurricane Harvey, just bringing so much hope to hundreds of kids who were feeling hopeless, renovating basements. Baseball fields, free baseball camps, all the kids got free baseball stuff from the Astros. What's next for Bigger Than Ball?
4: So what's next for Bigger Than Ball? We're we're very excited to uh, close on a a property that we uh, deem to be our national headquarters. Uh, We've got plans in place to build a 4,800-square-foot facility uh, that will host Bigger Than Ball coaching clinics. And, you know, with that being said, it gives the opportunity for top coaches across the nation to use their platform to invest in the sports industry. So this is not your typical X's and O's type clinic. Uh, This is a retreat type atmosphere where attendees attendees will be challenged to step back and recharge the batteries, if you will, and focus on their individual purpose and provide opportunities to use their sports platform in a powerful way. So it won't be too hard, because this facility will be overlooking a seventy-five acre private lake. So we are Ooh. excited, uh, just with a partnership and investment, uh, eight days of hope, and all that that they stepped up and helped us with as well. And this is—I would be remiss to say that this is a facility that we will. Uh, reach out to other uh, ministries and allow them to utilize this facility as well. So we're very excited about the next six months to a year. We've got a lot going on.
2: So, Will, we've shared a lot of information. Um, Let's just stop right for a second. The website for Bigger Than Ball, what is that?
4: Yeah, it's Uh, biggerthanball.com. You can go and get kind of the the. 30,000 foot view all the way down into the details into what we're doing. We, um, you know, just to reach out to that, it, it, to explain a little bit more about what Bigger Than Ball is. We're simply a network of coaches, yeah. athletes, and fans from all sports all levels. We've talked a lot about baseball here, so I don't, I don't want to get to uh, <laughs> one track and get everybody. We, we want to include everybody. Sure. So uh, we're trying to get to uh, reach out for their desire to come together and use the platform for, for positive change and a greater kingdom impact. So, so, my, so when you go, go ahead.
2: No, no, go ahead. My, 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 my bad.
4: Uh, I was just going to say that when you go to the website, biggerthanball.com, you also see that we have a membership set up. And this is what's so cool. Mm. Um, you can simply volunteer to help or you can commit to a small membership that we have in place. We have a membership that's $5 a month for coaches and sports fans and $1 a month for athletes. And that's a low-cost deal, but with over 2,000 coaches from across the nation, we can give six-figure gifts. So Check this out. This is our tie-in. With 100% of our membership funds that we collect – Uh, If you decide that you want to sacrifice that $5 a month, we are investing that and pouring it in right back into eight days of hope. Wow. for you guys to provide awesome. the resources that you need to do God's work.
2: Awesome. So if you're, wow, awesome. So if you're Incredible. a coach out there, um, $5 a month, right? I mean, that's a cup of coffee these days at, yeah. at some some places. Um, but you're going to get to make a difference to support this ministry called Bigger Than Ball and Eight Days of Hope together mm-hmm. with this retreat centering open up in early 2021. And you can donate online. I mean, Mike, you know it doesn't happen without the finances. Yes. Prayer, It starts with prayer we've talked yep. about this thousands of times yes it does and i know my friend will is a praying man um if you follow them on twitter and every mm-hmm. saturday morning he puts a little short clip out there uh that i just love 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 to watch but it does start with finances he's going to try to build a, a retreat center that these coaches who need a break they're under so Absolutely. much pressure mike they're going to get a chance to escape I'm telling you,
0: that's that. I got to perform. I got to perform. No, then you got to come to the retreat center. Yeah. And you need to invest in, into it. So when the coaches do come, it's just like a respite, kind of a a breath of fresh air after all the hard work, so they can go back and serve um, the students and the players that they serve.
4: So go to, go. So, to, if, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Will. I was just going to say, if I, if I may jump in real quick and just say. You know, and I think coaches will really, really buy into it and understand what we're saying right here. But the, as bigger than ball evolved and we started having conversations, the one thing that I kept hearing from top level coaches or coaches from every level is that in this profession, you learn to have your, your walls up. Uh, you don't know what people, the intentions of people trying to get to you. And, um, you know, this is an opportunity for the coaches to kind of to go in, and rest and relax and have peer-to-peer iron sharpening iron, uh, an opportunity for them to let their guard down, if you will. And to, to take that breather and uh, to reset the batteries and, and, and get recharged. And, you know, every year you, you feel like you need that time away to do so. And I feel like this place, this facility will help do that.
2: So if you're a coach of a hockey team or a football team or, um, you know, maybe you're a coach of a tennis team, this is for you. Um, go to biggerthanball.com, biggerthanball.com. Again, we're talking to Will Lowry. He's the founder of Bigger Than Ball. And uh, in 2021, early 2021, the goal is that this retreat center is built right outside Tupelo, Mississippi, Mike, oh, where our steady. headquarters is at. And, you know, we say this all the time on the show. We're better together. When Bigger that's Than right. Ball and 8 Days Hope work together, when mm-hmm. 8 Days of Hope works with, uh, you know, uh, Elijah Rising in Houston right. with a safe house, um, the kingdom wins. That's right. And that's what's happening here, Mike.
0: Absolutely. And it, this, like you just said, this would not happen without partnership. Uh, it's not all about us. There's a, an aspect of Eight Days of Hope, what they do and what they provide. There's an aspect of Bigger Than Ball that they do that's different, but working together will get it done further, faster, and more efficient. Amen. Amen amen
2: bigger than ball bigger than will how can we pray for you um moving forward i know you got a lot on your plate your wife is still of course um you know it's it's a day at a time and an hour at a time sometimes with with someone who has a double lung transplant that in itself so to me sometimes i just don't know how that can happen mm. but it, but thankfully that technology is there and, and your wife how can we pray for you um and your family the ministry of bigger than ball
4: sure you know i don't know if i would ask for prayers for for me i would just ask for prayers for our nation hmm. uh and all, and for for god to to show up and show out you know the coronavirus is a, is a real deal uh, there's so much misinformation there's a lot of different things going on out there people are confused they're worried and so i say all that to say that the coronavirus is really keeping jennifer from having her second transplant hmm. Uh, the doctors do not want her to go through this because she would actually have to do that alone. I wouldn't be able to visit her. And so there's a lot of things going on in our nation that we can't see and we can't fix. Uh, this, has to, this is a God thing. Uh, this is something that where two or three of us come together and pray. Uh, I just pray for that. I pray for all of us to come together and that God intervene during this time to where we cannot see what's going on and that, that he be glorified when he does. And, and and I will say just a special prayer for Jennifer Lowry. Uh, little J, as she was known when she was in high school. Uh, little J is anything but little in her personality. Uh, Jennifer, is, is she's my rock, and she inspires a lot of people, and I pray that God continue to use her in a, in a powerful way.
2: Mike, would you be so kind to pray for Will and Jennifer and Bigger Than Ball? Yes.
0: Father, we come to you on behalf of Will and Jennifer. I love that little Jay. But uh, I think of little Jay, she's in your arms. She's in your hands. You're the one that's healing her and touching her, using her to inspire her husband and move forward in the things that they've been called to by your hand. And God, I pray for a physical strength, mental, emotional, spiritual strength tenacity and strength and god is well mentioned our nation lord just have mercy on this nation turn this nation around from its leaders down to all of us god and in our areas of influence Uh, lord thank you for bringing resolve to the virus the unrest in our communities let the peace of god begin to work in our hearts and our souls and our minds and thank you for strengthening ministries like uh, Bigger Than Ball and Eight Days of Hope and many others that are stepping up at this time. God, be glorified, be magnified in all that's being done. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. 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 Will Lowry with Bigger Than Ball, biggerthanball.com. I know you're on social media. What social media sites are you guys on, Will?
4: Sure, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. Uh, You can just go to
2: Oh, there you go, and somehow we lost him there for a second. But Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter—I'm Twitter. glad we got yeah, the prayer We got it in though before yeah. we lost him, uh, and we were wrapping up anyway. So, um, but but uh, I love I love his heart. Absolutely. You know what's interesting about Will? Think mm-hmm. about this your wife has a double lung transplant Oh, amazing. you're focused on her because at the end mm-hmm. of the day i mean i love eight days old i love you know hobbies and stuff but my bride sure. Sure. you know after my walk with jesus is, is i mean she's she's the top so you he's focused on his bride mm-hmm. meanwhile he's launching a ministry yeah and and now with covid his hands her ta- hands are tied a little bit absolutely because he's saying that she needs another double lung transplant yeah
0: yeah, I, I can so much relate, um, not to that degree, but uh, even in my own family, my wife had an asthma condition that I watched mm-hmm. her walk through before we really knew what it was. And just living in that situation of watching your rush, rushing your wife to the hospital because she can't breathe, and they say her oxygen counts are down. I can relate to that, relate to that, and the, the, the fear, the anxiousness, the anxiety, but at the same time, <clears throat> i saw her strength at the same time just like jennifer little Jay, love it and and then the peace of god comes because he's got his hand on our lives so it's a mix of emotions but god is faithful he, he brings us out and he, uh, he he's faithful you, you you know that steve
2: so Will and Coach Holiday, t- here's what I love about part of their story in Houston is is they drive to Houston with a bunch of donated <laughs> sporting goods. Not knowing
0: where it's going to go. Right? Going
2: in the middle of Hurricane Harvey saying, okay, Lord, where do you want us to utilize these? And so right. you know, we're doing a project together where we're building these baseball fields, working with the Houston Astros and an organization called 4B Disaster Response Network, which is Thirty-two some churches in southeast Houston, which mm-hmm. I loved. That was a whole other story, and and he's still carrying around all these materials. Like, <laughs> who do I give them to, Lord? And then a guy shows up and says, "Oh my gosh, our field got damaged too." Don't you love how God works sometimes, Mike?
0: <laughs> oh, Steve, it's so redundant. What you say? Connect the dots. God connects the dots. That's what's exciting. That is the God story. I have all this equipment. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. And and, and it's like God's almost up there smiling and laughing. I'm gonna show you what to do with it at the uh, right time.
2: <laughs> so we've been doing eight days of hope about fifteen years and you know, I have about 2025 highlights. I always think about. You know, what are the stories you remember? I remember one time us, you know, doing our worship service at the end of the day on the beach in Bay St. Louis. Yes. uh, At night with the stars. Actually, you you led worship that night. That was one of my favorite. Um, One of my top 20 for sure is when we finished all the baseball fields and Bigger Than Ball had finished the um, uh, all their, 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 their the camps, the free okay. camps, yeah. where they shared the gospel, which is what we do, right? right? We love and serve people, and we try to share the gospel, sometimes with words, sometimes with actions. But um, they had their opening day on our last day, and they asked me to throw out the first pitch.
0: Oh, yes.
2: I've always wanted to do that. Like, oh. I still have that ball. That ball okay. is in the console, in between my front two seats of my car, <laughs> And whenever I ever open up my console and I see that ball there, it brings back some great memories.
0: A I'm going to have of to look at that next time I get in your yeah. car. I never knew that. And That's I, awesome.
2: And I asked the catcher to, uh, to sign it. And so okay. he was like nine years old. And he had never signed a baseball before. <laughs> and I think it made his day, too, oh, that he yeah, signed sure. a baseball. That was so much fun. What a great trip for yeah. the volunteers with Eight Days of Hope down Hurricane Harvey. Mm. Um, again, BiggerThanBall.com, BiggerThanBall.com, if you want to learn more about that ministry. And again, we're going to be partnering with them in 2021, yep. helping them build a retreat center in northeast Mississippi. Can't wait for that as well. Uh,
0: big vision, big vision, and big volume, and God's going to bless it. Uh, maybe next time we have them back on, uh, we're going to talk about some of the outdoor outreaches and the father. Uh, I was reading something about the fatherhood, they call it, where they actually – Partner up, guys, with that with with students that don't have fathers, and kind of mentor them. That that's exciting.
2: That is, you know, and you know, and think about it. When we asked him for his prayer request, of course, you know, little Jay, right? His wife needs another right. double lung transplant. He could pray, you know, for the finances of bigger than Bob. Um, He wanted us to pray for the country, and that's, and. Yeah. And right now, I mean, that's, that's a good prayer request because there is a lot going on in the United States of America Absolutely. Uh, with virus and, and social injustice. You got an election coming up. Mm. You know, people are focused under 301Ks because they're not back full, right? People aren't working. <laughs> uh, right. Families are under stress. I don't know about you, Mike, but just recently, I haven't really sensed it, but just recently, I thought, okay, Lord, well, when does this end? Mm. I mean, when does this end? You know, I, I was just telling Charmaine last night, um, it'd be a great day if he would come and get us all because it's, it's yeah. it, these are tough times.
0: It's, it's, it's pointing to that. My wife and I, Doris, had the, almost the same conversation and we always land on, well, I don't know if, when it's going to end, but what are we going to do today mm. and how are we going to prepare for tomorrow in light of what we are going sure. through. So, And I know you know that. You guys are on top of things too. Yeah. So.
2: A lot going on in our world but a great time to be a praying nation Um, Hey, welcome. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, we only have a couple minutes left. Um, You can always listen to previous shows on our website. Uh, We also have a podcast, of course, called Hope Reigns, which is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. So thankful, though, for Will Lowry today. But moving forward, Mike, a lot going on. Next week, Micah Gamboa, who is the founder uh, or the executive director of Elijah Rising. That is uh, a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking in Houston, Texas, probably one of the top two or three markets in the country for trafficking. She's going to be on with us, and that is a show that if you want to learn more about what 8 Days Hope is doing for those who are rescued from sex trafficking, that's one you want to listen to. She's amazing, and she is the lady that is on our promotional video uh, for our Safe House Construction Ministry.
0: Well, they've got everything uh, available to us. They're going to talk about prayer, Awareness, intervention, restoration, and that's all the aspects that are needed when somebody is rescued from, uh, from sex trafficking. And just a, a great insight. I'm listening. I, I, I can't wait to hear and hear her talk about the. Um, the the bus, the, the shuttles, the tours yeah, it's that they a, take.
2: They call it a van tour. Van tour. And they take people like you and I who are intrigued and want to learn more, and they actually drive around at mm. night in Houston yeah. and show us what's happening. And I really believe sometimes the church, you and I included, that's it. sometimes we, we've had our blinders on and, and you either don't want to see it, For too long. you know it's there, but you don't want to really dive into it. But these van tours are amazing. But that's next week. Micah Gambo is going to be with us uh, to talk a little little bit more about Elijah rising and we uh, we partnered with them in November and we took two homes mm-hmm. outside of Houston and in 14 days renovated both from I mean we we gutted them yep. gutted them right and when we left 14 days later uh, they're done and they're also featured on that video as well so we're looking forward to next week.
0: I am looking forward. Can we can we fast forward it real quick and get it done? <laughs> I you no, can't, I know there's so much work that. that's been done. I Absolutely. remember seeing the video that you had uh, produced after then, and just the tears and in, in, in your eyes with the great work that's been done, and and just their whole function how they take somebody in. Take care of every aspect, you know, for anywhere from diet to, to how they can get them redone, refunctioning in life after such, such a devastating. Yeah, it's, it's a
2: restart, right? right. It's kind of like a reboot on your computer, but we're talking about a human being who'd been trafficked. And again, it's not a fun topic to talk about, but next Saturday, uh, we're going to do that. So we'll have Micah Gamboa on next week. Hey, if you want to learn more about Eight Days of Hope, hurricane season is here. We will be deploying in a safe way during a very unique time in our country's history with COVID-19. COVID. But if you want to be in a loop of what we're doing and where we're going next, sign up for our email alerts. And you can do that on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Father, we thank you for this morning. We mm, thank you for yes. Bigger Than Ball. Thank you for Will. Be with him and little Jay, Jennifer, right. as they navigate one day at a time, especially with some of her health issues. Bless him. Bless mm, that ministry. Yes, Father, I pray that you would bring people alongside them to mm-hmm. pray, to volunteer and donate. Lord, thank you for this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Mike, another good day, brother. Love you, my man.
0: I love you, too. What a great time to just experience God and all of that he's doing. So thankful to be a part of this.
2: Go to our, our Facebook page today and check out some of the pictures of the uh, facility that we just renovated in Buffalo, New York. We just wrapped up this week and um, some amazing, amazing pictures. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing what God is doing. Uh, pray for the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Volunteer. And again, you can donate online at Eight eightdaysofhope.com or you can get our mailing address online or on our Facebook page as well. Until next Saturday, my name is Steve Tiber and I'm hanging out with...
0: Mike Fiala.
2: <laughs> yes, you are. (laughs) yes you are hey come join us next Saturday with Micah Gamboa here on Hope Reigns and it is a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope